If you're a leader whose success depends on your ability to think clearly, then join the 8-Second Daily Coach, where I'll email you daily questions to amplify your leadership in 8 seconds or less. Sign up now at ZachAaron.com forward slash daily question. That's ZachAaron, Z-A-C-H-A-R-E-N-D.com forward slash daily question. Until you get boundaries in place for yourself as a leader and know where your responsibility ends and theirs begin, you're going to continually kind of be tripping over yourself, feeling like you're walking on eggshells, feeling in a way responsible for how your team feels. Do you know what your boundaries are as a leader? Let me give you some context for this question. Do you ever, in your business, working in and around your team, ever feel like you're walking on eggshells with certain individuals? Ever feeling like if you say the wrong thing or give them the honest feedback that they might not receive it well and in turn might not respond the way that you want them to, so you avoid the conversation. You feel like you're walking on eggshells. The reason I want to ask you, what are your boundaries as a leader? Because this question is extremely important if you are to have influence and impact with your team and able to lead them into a greater vision for your business and your life. This is important. I was a vice president of sales. This was, gosh, five, six, seven years ago. I was in my early 30s. My wife and I had just had our third baby girl, Thea. And I'm a vice president of sales. I had roughly 30 direct reports, 30, all over the United States. So I spent a lot of time on airplanes. I was actually a a frequent flyer on Southwest, had a companion pass. My wife could travel with me for free. She never did, of course. I was giving everything I had to lead this team of people as best as I can. What that looked like for me was getting up at 4 a.m., getting on a flight to spend a day, two days out with them out in the field. I was vice president of sales, so we were out there making sales calls, going on appointments, and I was doing everything I could to be present with them. And then going back to the hotel and spending probably three hours then sifting through emails and just answering questions, I was giving so much. Why? Because... I had this deep-seated value and desire to be a great leader. I'm still searching for where that comes from, but I knew when I started and entered the workplace in my professional career, I knew that I wanted to be a leader. I knew that I wanted to build a team. Leadership was something very important to me. I desired to become a great leader. That's, I mean, I built my whole life around that. The books I read, the podcasts I listened to, the seminars I attended, everything was pointed towards me being the best leader that I possibly could be. And here I was, vice president of sales, leading a team of 30 people. On this particular night, I'm on my way to the country club to have a drink with my CEO, Chad. And and I get there and I walk in, I see Chad sitting in the corner. We're not even through our first bourbon. And he tells me he's got to take the company in a new direction. And long story short, I'm not on the leadership team anymore. I go home, I tell my wife, you know, I'm like, God, I, I got demoted. You know, I don't want to do a sales role. I know I could, but, you know, I want more. Several months go by and I get 
a review, my review, you know, performance review from from actually the guy who replaces me, Michael. We uh, we're probably into our second bourbon this time, and he tells me he's like Zach, you're, you know, you're a great soldier, but that's not leadership. That was like a smack between the eyes for me. Um, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm a good soldier, but that's not leadership. I mean, are you kidding me? Do you know how many <laughs> books I've read? How much time and energy I've invested? in serving and giving and just doing everything I can for my team to find out I'm not a a good leader. You know, I'm not a leader. I'm a soldier. After processing that, I realized he was so right. And I needed to hear that. And maybe you need to hear that. Because leadership is all about taking responsibility, but then also leading people in a way that allows them to take responsibility as well. And the way that you do that effectively is through establishing boundaries for yourself, first of all. Knowing what you're responsible for and what they are responsible for and never confusing the two because the moment you do, you're giving away your power and you're stepping in the land of being a good soldier and not being a great leader. In this episode, I want to break down a little bit of what does it look like to establish some boundaries for yourself as a leader? Because this is so important. Because if we just give, give, give and sacrifice, because there's so many leadership books out there. Heck, I think there's a book out there that's called Leaders Eat Last or something like that. So there is just this idea that leaders need to give of themselves and sacrifice themselves. I think we make a mistake. and I think that can be taken too far. I like the version of leadership of, I will guide you. As a leader, I will guide you up the mountaintop. I will guide you, but I will not carry you. I will not carry you. Why? Because if I'm to lead you, I need you to follow. I need you to play to your your strengths and be your best and take responsibility of, of what you are responsible for. I think we very quickly fall into the trap of being a caretaker instead of a caring leader. I am a full proponent of being a caring leader. Like, I'm going to guide you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to fight for you if I'm leading you. What that doesn't mean, though, is I'm not going to take away your power. I'm going to continue to see you as powerful. So I'm not going to carry you. I'm not. And that's, I'm sharing this with you because this is the mindset. What if you were to see your people as powerful? And keep yourself in a position by establishing boundaries to be that caring leader that that guides, supports, and fights for your team without falling into being their caretaker. Because I think that's when you start to give away your power and it starts to take you away from you being your best. There are three things that I want to talk to you about today about how to get good at this boundaries thing. Until you get boundaries in place for yourself as a leader and know where your responsibility ends and theirs begin, you're going to continually kind of be tripping over yourself, feeling like you're walking on eggshells, feeling in a way responsible for how your team feels. And for sure, we need to be a caring leader. We need to be mindful of, hey, keeping the emotional temperature on our team and and meeting people where they're at. Like, I'm not saying, you know, just not caring about that, but there's a fine line. Again, there's a fine line between a, being a caring leader and a caretaker. So let me show you what I mean. There's three things that I want to talk to you about that are very important. The number one thing is as a leader, if you're a leader that's going to have responsibility and boundaries in place for yourself, 
you have to live by this principle. And the principle is this. You have to serve yourself first before you can serve anyone else. That sounds backwards, doesn't it? You have to, this is the principle. You have to serve yourself first so that you can serve others. This is what I mean by that. For you to serve yourself first, it's the only way that you can be at your best to serve others. Because if you don't serve yourself first and take care of yourself, you're not going to have anything to give your team. That's important. So if you're not serving yourself and you're just giving, 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 at some point, you're going to look yourself in the mirror and you're going to be wondering, what about me? And if you're not careful and if you keep putting yourself last, resentment's going to start to set in. You're going to start resenting some of the people on your team. You're going to start resenting your business. The business is going to become your enemy, right? The business is going to be running you instead of you leading and running the business. Resentment falls falls into your life if you continue to to serve others before you serve yourself. So it's so critical that you serve yourself first. And the truth is, you know what? Life is too short to not be doing what you love and you know, serving yourself in a way that lights you up because I like it when you're lit up, when you're when you're passionate and you're energized. That's leadership. That's magnetism. That's being attractive. People want to follow somebody who is just alive and engaged. And I promise you, if you put yourself last, you're not going to be able to sustain that level of energy. You have to put yourself first. So that's a boundary. So what are some boundaries for yourself that you can ensure that you always put yourself first? Serve yourself. Be selfish. Yeah. There's a healthy selfish. I'm not talking about being like a narcissist. Like there's a line. But we so mistake, you know, we throw that out because, well, I'm not, I, selfishness is bad. I can't be selfish. No, you need to be selfish. You need to take care of yourself. You need to make sure you carve out time for self-care, making sure your needs are getting met. And things are really working for you in, in your life, in your business, because if they're not, it's going to come at a cost. It's going to cost your team. It's going to cost your business. It's going to cost your family. Most of all, it's going to cost you. And it's going to take you out of what you're great at. So that's the first principle. Serve yourself first before you serve anyone else. I really want to challenge you on that. Where can you do that more in your life and your business? What does that look like? If today, tomorrow, you were to serve yourself more, to be kinder to yourself, to love yourself, to to do something that just for you, not for anybody else, what would that look like? So that's the first thing. Number two is for you to have boundaries so that you can be responsible and everyone on your team can also be responsible. I want you to think about leadership in a new way. Here's the thing. Back to my story, I I desired so much to be a great leader. In fact, I read all the books and went all the seminars. Why? If you were to ask me, well, because I want to be a better leader. Implicit in that, I want to be a better leader what was really under the surface is I felt like an imposter. I didn't feel like I was a good enough leader. And I didn't feel like I maybe belonged at the table of the executive leaders that I was associated with. I didn't feel there was this imposter perspective that I had. And I now know what that was about. And that's a whole nother podcast episode. But here's the thing about leadership. Even my clients, they come to me and say, I want to be a better leader. 
And I love this sentiment. Like, yeah, we should. We should want to be great leaders. Why? Because the better a leader we are, the more potential we bring to life in, in our team. And then that just becomes the rising tide that lifts all boats. We set, gosh, we you can accomplish so much more with a team of people than you ever can on your own. So I love the sentiment of being a better leader, but I want you to be mindful of, is are you coming from a, a place of desiring to have greater impact or are you just trying to live up to some some expectation of what you believe leadership is. And maybe there's a feeling of falling short. Here's here's when this became real for me. I was reading a book. I remember the book. It was called On Becoming a Leader by Warren Bennis. And I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have the book in front of me, but I, it stuck with me. He said the best leaders, the greatest leaders of all time, he said leadership for them is all about self-expression self-expression. These great leaders, they could, they are not out to prove themselves. In fact, they have nothing to prove. Everything that they do is out of a self-expression, out of a place of values and desire and impact they want to make on the world, on the business, in the industry they're in, on their people. It's a self-expression. And so the second principle for you to think about boundaries is, are you leading from the outside in more externally, basically trying to live up to everyone else's expectations, i.e. your team, trying to make everybody else happy and take care of everybody else, maybe even being a caretaker at times? Or are you leading from the inside out? Are you leading internally first? What this looks like is self-expression. And this is where you get crystal clear on what your personal values are, what your personal philosophy is about leadership and who you desire to be as a leader. And you also, this kind of ties into the first one, serving yourself. You're very aware of what you desire. You desire, you have to be selfish to tap into what you desire. And what I'm talking about there is I'm not talking about like ego and, you know, greediness. I'm talking about like what, what is your heart crying to you, saying you that like just desiring to create that burning desire? I think I think you'd get that. I think we're all aware of a desire that we have. Maybe it's an impact we desire to make in our industry or in our business or for the people we serve or our greater community or or maybe there's a social cause that we're very passionate about. But there is this burning desire, this yearning for us to make a greater impact. And instead of talking ourselves down, playing small, playing safe, I want you to listen to that calling, that desire. Because if you do, that's leadership. Now you get to express that and really let yourself out. And that's a self-expression. That's what it looks like to lead from the inside out. Here's a, here's a great question for you to ask yourself. Maybe today. I don't know when you're listening to this, but... Let's just imagine you're in your business. You're in it. The day is off and running. People are coming to you. You're dealing with some, some challenges, problems, obstacles in the business. Maybe something just landed on in your inbox just now or, or someone just left you a voicemail or a team member came in your office. Rather than reacting to it and, and, and now trying to live up to the expectation you think is there, what, what should I do, ought to do, sidebar, be very aware of when you're telling yourself I should be or ought to be doing something. 
that's a good indication you're getting out of alignment with your desires and your own self-expression. You're starting to lead from the outside in, lead externally instead of inside out internally. Here's the question. Whenever you're faced with anything, whatever happened, first of all, don't judge it as good or bad. Just stay objective, neutral. Huh, that's interesting. That's not that's not what I was going for, or that's not what we want. That's not going to allow us to achieve our goals. And just be able to take it in and receive it. But then this is the powerful question I want you to learn to ask yourself. What's the result? What's the result that I desire to create next here? What is the outcome I desire to create next? What is the the outcome I intend to create next here? So that's a powerful question. Why? Because it's a question based on your own self-expression, letting yourself tap into what do I want here? What do I desire? What would serve me? What's the outcome I want to see? And then your mind goes to work and you start to find solutions. So that's just an example of learning to lead from the inside out. No more shooting on yourself. <laughs> we are starting to ask ourselves, huh, what do I desire to create next here? And listen to that. Get in touch with your values. What would me expressing my values in this situation look like? Maybe one of your values is being courageous. Well, then maybe what do I desire to create for myself is to go have that hard conversation or to go tell that customer that's just not going to work for us. That's you expressing your values and your desires into the world. That's leadership. That's leadership. And so that's a way of creating a boundary is living and leading from the inside out. That's a boundary. That's a choice. Because if you're not doing that, you're giving your power away. And I, I did an episode several episodes ago about how creative entrepreneurs give their power away. And maybe I should add this one to the list because we start to live from a place of ought to, should to, should, should, ought, you know, and we're giving our power away. So get connected with your values, your desires, your dreams, what you want, and lead and live from that place. So I said there was three I was going to share with you today. Number three is you have to own your story and let them own theirs, them being your team, the individuals on your team, your customers, maybe your spouse or your kids. All right. It, own your story and let them own theirs. Let me just let me explain what I mean by that. So we are the stories we tell ourselves. For example, when I was a vice president of sales, there was a story that I was telling myself that I'm not good enough as a leader. I'm not delivering the results that I I know that I could, or I, I'm just I'm not doing a good enough job. I was I was really hard on myself. I remember late night flights home, and I would ask myself, you know, how did I do today with leading that team member. How did I do? And there was always this weight on my back. Like I was basing how I did on the results we we created that day. Well, sometimes there wasn't many results. So therefore I felt really bad about myself. Like I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing my job. Right. And that when I started telling myself that, well, what do you think I felt as I'm telling myself that emotionally? Well, I started feeling exhausted, drained, felt anxiety, anxious, a lot of anxiety. And I also felt on the other side of that, after I was got kind of past the frustration, 
kind of apathetic, just kind of like, Bleh. that's about the time I'd probably order a drink or something, right? I just kind of felt blah. And emotionally, if I'm feeling that way, how do you think I'm showing up as a leader now? Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm hiding. I'm playing small. I'm playing safe. So the stories you tell yourself are going to determine how you show up. And it's very important for you as a leader to be asking yourself, is the story I'm telling myself going to take me to where I want to go? Because if I want to be a powerful leader and I want to have impact and influence, well, then back to principle number one, I'm going to have to serve myself. What do I need in this moment? Maybe there's an opportunity to be a little grateful for the small wins, even though the big win didn't happen. Maybe there's these little incremental things that I could could be grateful for and acknowledge. And maybe I could be, you know, give myself a little bit of a pat on the back for, for handling certain situations really well. You know, I, my mind was so focused on what didn't I do well? How could I improve? That's where my mind was. And so that's where, how I was feeling less than. And so knowing what I know now, that story I told myself, you know, how do you want to feel? I should, I deep down wanted to feel more joy and contentment and peace and confidence. Well, then I needed to find a story that would lead me to feeling peace, joy, and confidence. And so there's plenty of stories. I, I am, you know, in the moment, I'm like, you know what? I, I know I gave everything I could today. I know that I can help, help these people. I know that I have something to offer. Why do I know that? Because I ran the miles. I know. I'm not somebody that just read a book and now I'm trying to regurgitate it. Like I did the work for years. So I know how to help, help people get results, right? Now, all of a sudden, if I can just give myself some acknowledgement of, of all the stuff that I have accomplished, now I'm feeling energetic and confident and there's more contentment. And, and how do you think I'm going to show up? A lot differently, right? I'm going to show up ready to play full out, ready to engage, ready to go again tomorrow. And I'm sharing this with you because I want you to think about what are the stories you're telling yourself? Because I told you just a little bit ago, for, for this boundary to work, you got to own your story and then let everyone else own, their, own theirs. First step is becoming self-aware of the stories we're telling ourselves because those stories are also going on in, in the minds of our team, team members and the individuals on our team. And so Nathaniel Brandon... He wrote a book called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem, Nathaniel Brandon. And in this book, he talks about six, the six pillars that lead to high self-esteem. And self-esteem, this book was written in, back in the 90s. And I think self-esteem is, has been really discounted. It's, it's everything. Self, high self-esteem, people with high self-esteem, they have two, two key components. He says that the first key component they have is he calls it self-efficacy. You could call it confidence, just a knowing that you can do hard things, that you're resourceful, that you can figure things out. So people with high self-esteem, they, they believe in their abilities. They have a competency that, of figuring things out. But there's also an element of self-esteem that says, I am somebody who has value, self-worth, self-respect. And this is a boundary, knowing that you have value and you matter as a leader. And 
in the book, there's a quote, because one of the pillars, the six pillars of self-esteem, one of them is personal responsibility. Responsibility. He says that in the, you know, this idea that as a leader, living from the idea of no one else is coming, we're the leader. And and that's a great place to be because when we know no one else is coming, it, we know it's on us. We have to take responsibility. That's where you're in power. You're powerful when you're responsible. We talked about that in that previous episode on how you might be giving away your power. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. Now, he says this in the book. This is his quote. I love what he says because this has everything to do with boundaries. It's not what they think. It's what I know. So when it comes to giving your team feedback or having a a tough conversation, you have to let yourself own your story and let them own theirs, meaning it's not what they think. It's what I know. And you need to own your story. You, you're feeling a certain way about a team member and for a reason. Like it, it doesn't mean you're a bad person or that you're not a good leader. There's a reason. There's, some, there's a need that is going unmet for you. There's something you're not getting that you really do need, need and desire and want. You need to learn to listen to that and start to own your story and be like, okay, well, that's real for me. And it's not what they think. It's what I know. So what do you know is true for you? And I want you to start sharing your truth with people and owning it, not second guessing it. It's there for a reason. And I like to think of this as holding up a mirror for your team, literally sharing your experience of them. So for example, maybe you have a team member that, I don't know, let's just say they're not coming in on time. They, they're always coming in 30, 45 minutes late. The team multiple times a week will come to you like, hey, where's so-and-so? And you're like, I don't know. Like, what am I, their babysitter? You know, right? And it, it, it annoys you. Well, you know that there may be a little, maybe maybe you are thinking to yourself, well, they're kind of sensitive and I don't, I just, I, don't, I hate to bring it up to them because I know they've got a lot of things going on at home and I just want to be an understanding leader. But just to be clear, you're tolerating something that's not working for you. And I want you to own that. And here's how you can give them some feedback. Just share your experience. Share the observable fact. Share the fact that, hey, by you not coming in on time, it leaves us feeling like we can't depend on you. And it's causing other people to have to pick up the slack. And that's not working for us. Notice how this is all about your story. You're not blaming them like, hey, I I need you to be more organized or more on time or need you to get your your house in order so you can be here on time. No, it's just basically you're saying, hey, this, this behavior is not working for me. That's a way for you to share your story open and honestly and let them choose their story because this is because you have your story you tell, so do they. So the story that you're telling them they, they will create a story around what you just shared with them, and you need to allow them that choice. Keep them at choice. Don't take responsibility for, for their stories. You can't control them. You can't control how they react or respond to you when you give them what's not working for you. That's the most important thing about boundaries is knowing, knowing where your story ends and their needs, theirs needs to begin. And they get to decide. They can decide how they interpret what you're telling them. They can decide to be like, you know what, I, I hear her and I, I'm the type of person that wants to be dependable and I want to take care of those that I'm working with and I'm going to change my behavior. Thank you for that feedback. 
They could also tell a story of more of a victim and be like, how could you? Don't you know how how much what I got going on at home and da 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 and, and give you the whole you know victim story. That is their choice. That's not your responsibility. And you have a responsibility to keep them powerful and keep them responsible. And that's the most important boundary. So the story we tell ourselves to determine how we show up. And we need to be at choice of the story we tell ourselves, the story we share, but then we have to allow other people to choose their own story. We're not responsible for, for their own thoughts and how they react and respond to the feedback we're giving them. So here's how I want to wrap this episode up. I want to give you a call to action. First question, what might you be tolerating in your business right now? Maybe it's a, a something, an individual on your team, their behavior that you're tolerating, tolerating performance-wise, or there's something in your business that you're, you're tolerating, meaning it's not what you really want, it is what it is, and you just kind of tolerate it. My next thing is, once you've identified that, I want you to ask yourself, back to principle number one, serving yourself first, what would serve you here? What do you desire? What do you need that you're not getting? And just get clear on that. Just for yourself, because this is all about serving yourself. And for you to serve yourself, you have to know what you need that you're not getting. Number three is I want you to listen to your values, because this is all about leading from the inside out. Listen to your values. Tell yourself, what's the type of leader you desire to be? What's the most powerful version of yourself, the values? And then what do you desire to create next year? What's the result you ultimately want to see? Getting really clear on what's the result you you most want to see here. And then Number four, go address it. Clearly share with that individual what's not working for you. You're owning your story. Remember, it's not what they think. It's what I know. It's what you know. So if you know this isn't working for you, then you need to just say that. This isn't working for me. This behavior, you showing up late, it's not working for me. And let them be responsible for how they respond. But you're being assertive and you're drawing a hard boundary saying, this is no longer going to work here. Those are the four things. What am I tolerating? What do I need that I'm not getting? What do I really want to see here as a result? What do I desire? What are my values? What do I, what's the result I desire to create? And lastly, go, go tell them. Clearly share with them what's not working Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful. This is all about being responsible and setting clear boundaries for yourself and your team so that you can have more influence and more impact as a leader in your business. Why? So that you can create the results you desire to create in your business, bring your potential to life, and really be the creative CEO visionary of your business. Until next time, thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. All right, I want to take a moment to make an announcement. I want to let you know that I'm taking applications right now for the Create Purpose Mastermind, an intimate mastermind group for aspiring seven-figure creative female business owners who are looking to build their dream team. So if that's you, go to createpurpose.net forward slash mastermind. Here's what it's going to look like if you decide to spend a year with me and this intimate mastermind. You know, when I was putting this together, I really was thinking about what are the outcomes that I want you to get as a result of spending a year in this group. Number one is I want you to discover your unique greatness. Because when you surround yourself with people who see you for who you are 
and are able to draw you back to your own greatness, so much can change. Number two, I want to help you master your inner game because everything in business starts with self-awareness of why things are the way they are. Because as soon as you become aware of that, you get to decide and make a choice to change it for the better. Number three, I want to see you lead with confidence. You know, because I fundamentally believe you already have everything you need. You don't need another guru to show you the way. And I want to see you build your dream team. And that's what we're ultimately going to be doing in this group is building a business around a team of people that no longer centers around you, the leader, but you now have a team where you now are able to free yourself up to be the true CEO and create a visionary of your business. Ultimately, to grow your business, make your business easier to manage, more profitable, and a lot more fun. So if you're an inspiring seven-figure creative female business owner who's wanting to build your dream team and grow your business, then please don't wait. There's only 12 seats available, so don't hesitate in getting your application in. What if this were to be your breakthrough year? And what if this mastermind is exactly what you need to really grow your business and bring your unique potential to life? To learn more, go to createpurpose.net forward slash mastermind. Hopefully you really enjoyed this podcast episode, and my hope is you found it really inspirational. And also, most importantly, I hope you took away some practical things that you can start to do and apply in your own life. So finally, I have one small favor to ask of you before you go. Wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple Music or Spotify, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Love to hear your thoughts. Come find us on social media. Share it on social media. It just really helps us get the word out, helps us grow our audience. So please do that. Thanks to my team, Ashley Bolden, who handles all the admin, and Chris Skipper, who handles all the music and editing of this podcast. For more information on the Create Purpose podcast, you can go to www.createpurpose.net. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Zach.Arend. Please drop me a comment. Reach out drop me a DM. I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you're taking away from these conversations. What would you like to hear more of? Do you have any guests that you would love to see come on the show? And I'm always looking for great people to talk to people with great stories that can inspire you. And so if you know of anybody, send them my way. Love to hear from you. I'm your host, Zach Aaron, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Create Purpose podcast. Bye for now. If you're a leader whose success depends on your ability to think clearly, then join the 8-Second Daily Coach, where I'll email you daily questions to amplify your leadership in 8 seconds or less. Sign up now at ZachAaron.com forward slash daily question. That's ZachAaron, Z-A-C-H-A-R-E-N-D dot com forward slash daily question.